What's going on, Irregulars? Welcome back on another Thursday. It's your boy, Bobby. And guess what? I found Sarah. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys didn't remember from last week's episode, we lost her about halfway through. Um, and I went out and found her and retrieved her and brought her back. Normally, we do start off the episode uh, kind of talking about each other's weeks. And it's usually me just making fun of Sarah for some stupid shit that she usually does. But instead, we kind of want to, um, or sorry, Sarah wants to go over something that I think is very important to her and important for you guys to listen to. So I'm just going to hand it off to her and let her rip. First off, Bobby, um, I want to apologize that I haven't really had my head in the game with this podcast. I moved out here for this podcast and I had, sorry, I might cry during this. I had a vision and dreams with it. In episode three, I talk about my struggles with addiction. And in that episode, I said I didn't have an alcohol problem. The past few months, I have developed a drinking problem that has affected my relationships with people as you know because I talk about breaking up with my boyfriend all the time and also my work ethic I sorry I used to be able to just have a drink or two and felt like I was normal whatever that means after I moved in during quarantine um And being out here and not really knowing anybody other than, you know, Bobby, I started drinking heavily and it has definitely turned into a problem. I still didn't want to admit that I didn't have control over the situation and that I wasn't an alcoholic, Um, but I definitely struggle with alcoholism and abusing it. I, last week, would... Bobby and I were recording with Joey and Mike. Some events transpired and I ended up disappearing and I was pretty much blacked out drunk. That was the last time I've drank. Um, I have seven days sober now. And while I know that it's going to be a journey, I'm excited to start this new chapter of sobriety, complete sobriety, not just, you know, being clean from drugs, but being clean from substances. And I believe, you know, this is a platform where we keep it completely real. And I feel like I needed to be real with you guys. We had recorded a different intro for this, um, but since these events have transpired, we felt that we needed to scrap that and re-record. During this episode that we had recorded, I was drinking. So if I mention that at all, just know this was pre-recorded. I love you guys so much. Thank you for all of your support you've given us thus far. And I'm excited to get my head back in the game for you guys. I just want to say uh, 
thank you, Sarah. Um, one on multiple levels, you know, right off the rip, you know, the self-reflection and realizing that you needed to change and, you know, it's hard one being a male female podcast and saying that to your female partner saying like, yo, I don't think your head's in it. You know, not that gender has anything really to do with it, but it's just, it's hard hearing it from a guy friend who is a little bit more of a Tommy tough nuts and someone who is a little bit more emotional like yourself. So I'm, I'm happy to see that you have the self-reflection that you understand that there was a problem. You were lacking um, drive and, and things like that. And you're doing what needs to be done in order to, um, move forward, not just to, I mean, this has nothing to do with the podcast, you know I mean? It's your life and that's more important than anything else. So I commend you for your, um, your self-reflection. And then I also commend you for, um, you know, sharing that with everyone. That's not easy. I think everyone should, if you, if everyone that does listen to this, was sitting in this room, they would give you a round of applause and, and tons of hugs and everything. So I hope everyone understands that. Um, that takes a big person to come up here and fucking cry, in front, you know, on a goddamn podcast. You know, I'm sure at some point I'll be in the same seat as you crying about something else. Um, but I, I'm happy and, uh, I'm glad you're back with us and, you know, let's just keep this thing rolling. And I, thank you. Um, last thing I want to say is that if you struggle with alcoholism, addiction, you know, reach out to someone. You're not alone. I know it's a, it's a hard journey getting clean or sober, but I believe in you. Um, I believe in us and there's so many resources out there. Life is too short and too sweet to spend it, you know, miserable or completely, you know, not in touch with reality. So reach out, get help. And I love you guys. We all love you too, Sarah. And I think on that note, we're just going to just dive right into our latest episode. And uh, we're going to go from here. So why don't you introduce her? All right, guys. So we have a friend of mine, my coworker, um, she is on she's been listening and she says that she has some views of her own and um also is a little irregular herself I- irregular irregular herself yeah good job at pronouncing right. it correctly <laughs> so uh, we have jamie hello <laughs> <laughs> how you doing jamie i'm good getting this, used to this here yeah this is your first time ever speaking into a microphone yes this whole contraption is very interesting yes it's a little different it's a little different so, uh, Jamie, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, I don't know you. I met you uh, probably 12 minutes ago. So, let it rip. Yeah, yes. tell us who you are and what makes you a regular. All right. So, I know Sarah from work. Um, basically, what I think makes me a regular is all the experiences I have. Um, they have all seemed detrimental at the time, but coming together, they have made me able to kind of get down to earth with anybody whether they're like really upper class or they're or they're really low they've been through shit and I feel like it's all made me a better person and most importantly know exactly who I am okay 
Ooh, that's actually really funny you say that. You're gonna it's gonna be a really interesting transition from episode ten to eleven. <laughs> yeah. Um for those of you who don't know, episode ten, uh I guess Jamie's getting a little sneak peek. Episode ten is Do You Know Who You Are? Mm-hmm. And the fact that you said that, I wish our previous guest Scott was here so <laughs> he could fucking challenge her like he kicked my dick in the well, dirt. Well, because I said you don't know. Like, nobody knows exactly who they are. So yeah. that's interesting that you say that. Yeah. Well, I think you're always learning till the day you die. Mm-hmm. But basically, I know more or less from learning who I'm not, I've learned who I am. So mm-hmm. I want to dive back to one of the first things you just said, um, that your personal experiences, although seemed detrimental at the time, um, made you essentially versatile, you know, to talk to anyone of any stature, class, race, sexuality, whatever it is. Um, what, what do you mean by that? Like it felt detrimental. You felt like it was the end of the world, whatever you were going through at that time, or is it just something that just is, shouldn't happen to a normal person? I think maybe I've dealt with things in the 37 years maybe that could have been spread out a bit more it would have been a little bit better for me um but yes i think everything is relative to the time as well maybe when i was 17 i thought it was detrimental now i would think that's ridiculous this is also true yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like in your high school you're always like oh fuck like i gotta turn my critical paper in it's the end of the world and it's like now i'm like wait my critical paper was only three pages and also it does not have anything to do with life itself yeah so (laughs) it really doesn't fucking matter um do you care to share some of the things that you want to uh that were considered detrimental to you at the time like the adversity that you faced i guess correct so i would say in junior high i had which i think everybody has Mm -hmm. i was bullied terrible welcome Uh, to the team i haven't seen you at the meetings (laughs) so i was a minority i was white in a school where there weren't many white people where were you where were you uh going to high school at in brooklyn this was junior high school. Oh, okay, okay. Yes. Middle school, they call it here, I think. Yes. Yes, <laughs> okay. Middle school. So that, I dealt with that. So I was like the smart, little nerdy, white kid. Mm-hmm. So I dealt with all of that. And then high school came, and I was um, a very good basketball player. Mm-hmm. So that changed quickly. Mm-hmm. So those same kids that pretty much tortured me throughout junior high school were now like, my fans Mm -hmm. so then like I had to make a decision where am I going to be like nah you kind of fucked with me throughout junior high school or I'll take the backup like I'll I'll take you as my friend now even though and I did absolutely like that was better for me yeah why did you do that because fuck them like I'll use them now (laughs) (laughs) you sound like me (laughs) god you and Sarah do fucking you know definitely hang out and I also think that kids are kids like I don't I think people bully they see what they see at home and i was different and like i don't hate anyone that bullied me or anything like that yeah it is what it is when you're a bully and you're 30 you're a douchebag but when you're 12 and you're a bully like okay that's part of life you're a kid yes and then like middle school is a hard time you know like people are going through puberty they're discovering i guess who you are which you know but it's a (laughs) fucking hard time yeah regardless I didn't really have too much issues 
in middle school though uh, personally i mean not saying you didn't but um yeah like middle school was like a weird time where it was like when your hormones are going i just remember trying to chase as much tail as i possibly could in like i'm not gonna lie. yeah i remembered like not trying to essentially get laid but like i just remember being like all right like everyone's starting to make out with each other and like getting girlfriends quote-unquote girlfriends because like let's be honest that's not a fucking real relationship would you do hold hands in the hallway but um yeah it's just it i mine started like early high school like the bullying and shit like that and it only lasted for a year but what did you get picked on about like what why were you what were you challenged about just simply being a white kid i was meek you know i was like a tiny little skinny thing and i was smart which is not cool then yeah, now it's now if you're smart, it's fucking the cool thing because well, when we're thirty years plus years old, you know what I mean. That's I'd rather a smart person well, than smart equals money now. So <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, so I'm just gonna dive right in. So you are bisexual. Yes. So how did you know uh, you were bisexual? Like, how old were you, and what? you know experiences have you had with that i actually have a really funny story about that so like my best friend's a homosexual married to a man fucking love him he is the man and his husband is the shit as well too i love it's it's awesome but i remember when he first came out to me i was like i have so many fucking questions because he was my only gay friend not that i didn't know gay people but he was the only gay person that i knew close to me and uh i remember i was sitting there and i was talking to him and we're conversations going well and i was just like you know, I said something like, um, when did you realize you were gay? And then he, and then he goes, when did you realize you were straight? And I was like, touche. <laughs> I was like, damn, you got me. So like when I knew that we wanted to ask you this question, I immediately thought of that story. So I just had to plug that in there. But to go off of that, when did you, cause that's not what I really meant was like, when did you realize, you know, because like he's always been gay and I'm sure maybe you could be I could be different or you could be different. Like, do you feel like you've always been bisexual or do you think it kind of came about later in life or something like that or took you to figure it out? Um, I would say I probably went through many years of, um, uh Oh, am I a lesbian or am I really just straight? And I like have been with a few women or I would say up until maybe 10, 15 years ago, I knew like, I don't need like, to pick a side because I think that bisexuality is so, even though it's considered included in that whole like LGBTQ, whatever Mm -hmm. it's not. Why is it not? I challenge. I, I, we, Sarah and I spoke about this earlier. Why is it not? I find that hard to believe because gay people don't ever want to accept that. If you're bisexual, you're more or less straight because Mm -hmm. lesbians like, you, you're not going to like men. So you're not really included in their world. And then straight people won't accept that either. So it's kind of... You're in this like weird limbo. Yeah. Because yeah. straight people will be like, no, you're gay. Exactly. Exactly. Is it now, do you think it's... Because obviously you are a female. Um, I, I, Sorry, don't want to assume you <laughs> identify as a female. Um, if Hey, you got to be careful. You got to be careful. I'm just saying. But... Do you think that's more of, like, a lesbian thing than a gay thing? Because, like, speaking from – I don't want to speak for him, but if I'm not mistaken, my buddy and his husband, 
they're totally accepting of bisexuality. They think it's great if that's what you are. That's fine. Like they don't give a fuck. You know, I mean, they're two mountain men that live in the middle of fucking Utah that don't give a shit and just leave them alone and they'll leave you alone. But like, I've talked to them about it and they, they don't, they're not like opposed to it. That's why I find, or like they, they don't challenge bisexuality. That's why I find it interesting that you say that you feel kind of in this weird limbo between these two different communities. I don't think people are opposed to it as much as they think, well, you're just confused and you'll figure it out eventually. And you're basically judged by who you're with. So if you are in a relationship with a woman, well, now you're a lesbian. And then when you're with a man, well, now you're straight. Okay, so uh, um, you've been married to a man, and then you now your fiancé is a woman, um, who we also work with. And so when you're with the same sex as you, you'll, you'll still, like, appreciate the, you know, the qualities of the opposite sex. Like, oh, okay, you know, I'm with a woman now, but, like, that guy's good-looking. Or, you know, things like that. Yes, but I think it goes further than good looking because women that are straight can say, oh, that woman's beautiful. And but there's sexual attraction that if you have for both, you you know, I won't just be like, oh, he's good looking. I will. Yes, he's very good looking. Yes, I find him very good looking. (laughs) I want to know what your dick looks like. I was like sitting there. I'm like, she definitely just want to say, like, that guy's good looking. I would fuck him. (laughs) That's definitely what she wanted to say. But if I was single, I would maybe approach it differently. You know, in that kind of situation. Yeah, that's understood. Like not a disrespect thing. Yeah, yeah, for the rest of this episode, it is understood that if you were single, (laughs) okay, Okay. there's always an asterisk on everything. That's. To be honest, I'm not going to lie. I'm trying to think. I don't think I know anyone who is thoroughly confident that they are bisexual that I know. I think you're the first person that I've talked to who is like, this is what I am and I'm 100% confident in it. I don't know because everyone else I know is is gay or lesbian. Yeah. And I, I, I don't – I'm trying to think if I've ever met I – know, I know girls and or guys who have experimented and stuff like that. But I don't think I've ever met anyone who is like this as confident as you are in what your situation. It's, I feel like yeah, I feel bad no, saying it no. like that, but like you're confident in your sexuality. And I just remember back in like high school and middle school, like when girls girls would say like they're bisexual because they thought it was fucking cool, you know. Yeah. But it's like no, you you only date you only date guys, and like you just get drunk you know? and make out with a girl at a party. Exactly, that doesn't make you bisexual. <laughs> no, that you're doing that for men anyway. What was the Basically. Tu- yeah? What was the turning point for you? Like, what was it like? Did you have like an aha moment where you're just like, "What the fuck am I doing?" Because, like I said, after having so much conversation with, like, I mean, I'm gonna reference him a lot because he's my best friend, and I've been able to have these open dialogues that we're gonna have with you today with him. I he, he I remember him telling me he's like I I felt like this my entire life, and I kind of just like beat it down into my head like you're not gay, you're not gay, you're not gay, you're not gay. And finally, he's just like, one day, I just, I fucking broke. And I was just done. I was tired of fucking dealing with it. Did you have a moment like that? Ironically, I never felt much that I had to hide anything. I didn't really care so much. Um, I think I grew up when it was, like, first becoming, quote, unquote, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yes, I definitely had a person that made me feel, like, so there was, a like, a girl in high school mm-hmm. that I would just see in the hallway but every time I saw her, I was like, something that I feel when I see her is not like if I saw someone else that I thought was 
attractive or pretty. Okay. I knew that there was something different. Like not just appreciating her beauty no. or whatever. No. More you like, got yeah. that foot warm fuzzy feeling in your stomach. You're like, ooh, like they're it was, it was different. Or in yes. your panties. <laughs> <laughs> if we want to get weird with it. Yeah, definitely. But um, was she a lesbian or straight or bisexual herself? She actually did wind up being bisexual. I did approach her on the very last day of high school. Stop. I did. I knew I would never, ever see her again. So I was I like, love it. Fucking it's now send or never. It. And I just said, I always wanted to talk to you. And I'm sure she knew. I was an athlete, so I think it was like, she's probably gay. You know, like yeah. my whole high school thing. So, and I just said, I always wanted to hang out with you and talk to you. And she's like, me too. And I was just like, fuck, man, my life is amazing. <laughs> like, <laughs> so did you guys end up dating or hooking up or anything? We, we did hook up, but I wasn't interested in anything more. And she actually was. I was not. Oh, <laughs> the turntables. <Yes. laughs> Wait, so you, what is your definition of hooked up? We only kissed. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. That's so that's like my you, definition. And yes. I'm just like, oh, you fucks. No, no, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. My definition of hooked up is, is just making out with someone. Mm, yes. Okay. So uh, how many girls and how many guys have you dated? Like actual serious relationships? Um, Including who I'm with now, I've been with four women i would say three of those were actual relationships mm-hmm. um and dated guys we're just talking dating like i guess you could say sex and dating because you're saying you've been sexually in situations with four women yes but okay but my my see it's weird too because i can go out to a bar have some drinks and hook up with the guy Hook up in Sarah's terms, okay? Okay. So I've never done that with a woman. I've never gone on a dating site to meet a woman. I've never been hooked up on a blind date with... I've never done casual dating with women. It's always been a friend that has... It has just become more. I'm not super surprised by that because women are such emotional connection based people Mm -hmm. i feel like it would be hard to just have like a one night stand with them you know what i mean Mm -hmm. Uh, so how many men then or like can we not count no how many how many men what okay how many men have you had actual relationships with maybe six relations five six relationships where i actually like cared okay so so it's almost a 50 50 split yeah i mean a little yeah so Okay, so how long were you married to a man? We got married in 2014. That's not that long ago. No. Oh, boy. This is going to get juicy. (laughs) We were broken up, separated by, like, August of 2017. Um, But we weren't divorced until, like, November or something of 2018. What was your... I guess, quote unquote, coming out of bisexuality, part of the reason why you guys are no longer together? Or did he know that you were bisexual going into the marriage and relationship? Oh, he knew. No, that had nothing to do with us. Oh, being okay. Together. No. Okay. Um, he, I told him that I had been with women, like on a serious level, the night he proposed, before he proposed. I did not know I was getting proposed to. Oh, so wait, how long did, were you dating before you guys got A year. Dating? We were friends prior. And you didn't tell him that whole time that you were bisexual? I had told him that I, I hadn't been with a woman for like 12, 13 years. Oh, wow. So, Ooh. yeah. So I had kind of felt like 
maybe that was like a fun part that was kind of over um so at that point you didn't know for sure that you were bisexual you more so just thought that that was like a phase where you're figuring out your life and just having fun yeah I mean I always kind of knew that I was attracted to both but I kind of felt like it wasn't the direction emotionally that I wanted to be in Mm -hmm. again do do you prefer a, a, a man or a woman like um, as far as like in a relationship i mean i know you're obviously again the asterisk here is that you're currently with a woman and mm. engaged but like and she's it, awesome uh, oh yeah go ahead plug her that's awesome but like um like do you do you think that you like catered to, although you ultimately ended up with a woman or are ending up with a woman do you feel like that you cater to a male male as opposed to a female it's funny because I actually am with a woman who's more like a man than most men that I've been with in the emotional aspect. She's, um, she's Taurus. Yes. Oh, what's up? I'm a Taurus too. <laughs> I don't really believe in any of that shit, but like squat up. So she's more like not as emotional as most women are. She is, but not in a, like, she'll get upset, but she's not like, so like loving and emotional like most women are. So she's not Sarah. <laughs> Off. <laughs> I mean, tell me, tell me I'm wrong. I'll wait. Whatever, dude. <laughs> I hate you. I kind of like... But she's kind of girly girl in how she looks. Yes. Well, I like that. I don't... Well, they I don't call know. them lipstick, right? Yes. I only like feminine women. Okay. So... Is she bisexual as well, or is she a lesbian? So, nowadays, she's much younger than me. Ooh. How young? 12 years younger. She's so 25. 25? Yes. Wow. So I've learned through this educational process of being with somebody much younger than me that they have all these new terms for sexuality. Can't keep up, right? Cannot. I so, knew of three growing up. Wait, okay, Gay, what straight, are you? There's like pan, demi. Oh, yeah. All these things. See, I was going to ask what's the difference between pansexual and bisexuality, too. That was one of my questions. So the, if I'm not mistaken, I can be in left field about this, but the difference between bisexuality is that you're – or like you're attracted to men and women as far as gender goes pansexual is you are attracted to more personality than anything it's not whether it's a male or a female or someone who identifies as a, who is a male and identifies as a female vice versa a transgender it doesn't matter you're you're more attracted to the, the their personality and you fall in love with their personality okay. instead so yeah. am i wrong I, I mean, Excuse I don't know. Excuse my ignorance. I have no idea, to I, be honest. I'm, um, I'm like 99% sure, but I'm also stupid as yeah, fuck. Yeah, but I think so that's like, a, to me, that sounds like the same exact fucking thing as bisexuality. But it's but not, though. But it's not, though, because you have to remember now we have transgender people, you know, and stuff like that, where bisexuality kind of doesn't fall in that. Bisexuality is I like men and women, but there's people out there who are men who identify as women and women who identify as men. You know, we can get in. And that we- doesn't mean that you're into them. Yeah. It doesn't mean that okay. you're into them. I, I, again, I'm ignorant as fuck. So I don't know. I'm dumb, but that's kind of. This is coming of, from a straight person. This is coming from a straight yeah. white male. Like, sorry, him, but. The enemy. Um, yeah. So I think the, I think the main thing with pandemic, again, I don't know the exacts with those two, and versus bisexual, is bisexual is physically sexual. My first reaction when I meet someone is. A physical thing I you know I have a lot of women friends that are awesome but I'm not physically into them so I think bisexual people it's very physically sexual mm-hmm. where demi and 
can and all that. It's emotional. Okay. So would she be one of those? I believe so, yes. Okay. She. Oh, so she's she's a Demi. I don't know what Demi is. Yeah, I don't either. I should look that up. I think it's similar. Yeah, I, I think that's more of it. So I think that is she... It, is it pronounced demisexual? Like Demi. Like I was just going to look that up. Lovato. <laughs> she's hot. She's hot, by the way. You think every chick is hot, dude? Like and bisexual, but just throwing it out there. All right, what exactly <laughs> does demisexual mean? Demisexuality is a sexual orientation where people only experience sexual attraction to folks that they have close emotional connections with. In other words, demisexual people only experience sexual attraction after an emotional bond has formed. Sounds the same as pansexual to me. That makes Slightly me just feel different. like I'm fucking ugly, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. So you're saying I'm not hot, but like you want to bang. You know how they say like, oh, you can't bang a personality. Well, I guess Apparently you can. can. <laughs> I guess you can. So pansexual versus demisexual. Most sexual orientation labels such as homosexual, bisexual, or pansexual refer to the gender. Demisexual is because it refers to the nature of our relationship with people we're attracted to. It's okay to want to use it. So, but then that makes it seem like pansexuality isn't just based off of emotion. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, I'll probably never understand. I but, like, I going. don't mean that shady, shadily, rudely. Yeah. yeah. I don't oh. mean that in a rude way. It's so, just... no. So, Demi is what I described first. Pansexual is not limited, not limited in sexual choice with regard to biological sex, gender, or gender identity. So it's the same. It's like half of what I said, just not the emotion part. The emotion part goes into splits off into uh, demisexual. It's like homosexuality, and then pansexual and demisexual. You know, like it like goes yeah. down deeper and deeper into that like emotional realm. There's too many categories. I can't keep yeah, up. I, I mean, yeah. like I think it's. I think it's okay to have categories and stuff like that. Yeah, but, but as Jamie said, they're just trying to make it complicated. It's like either you're the kind of person that really likes to get to know someone and then you find them attractive. Okay, we'll give you a label. Or you're the kind of person that like looks at someone and is like, oh, I'll fuck them. And then you want to date them and, and get to know them. That's bisexual probably, more or less. So the physical attractiveness. So with your ex-husband... How did you meet, and then were you just kind of hooking up first, and like because of that attractiveness, or was there emotional connection right from the get-go? Uh, no, I was not into him, actually, at all. We were friends. We were both bartenders at a bar in Brooklyn. He was engaged Ooh. to somebody oh. else. Wow. Ooh. <laughs> yes. Juicy. Get it, girl. Yeah, <laughs> it's all like a fucking disaster and then we became very close very good friends would always hang out i was very emotionally unavailable anyway um from a previous relationship with a man i feel like i have to say yeah yeah and um so we were very good friends and then eventually he just told me that he had feelings for me and i was like no while he was engaged actually he was just dating her after i told him i was not interested he then proposed Wait, so he was dating this chick. For 11 years. For, <laughs> oh, my God. For 11 years. Mm-hmm. Then... During the dating. During the dating was like, Jamie, I think you're my girl. And you were like, nah, son. And he's like, all right, cool. I'm going to go fucking propose to this girl over here that I've been with for 11 years. Correct. Oh, my God. Jesus, fuck. All right, so then what happened? We need like a diagram. This <laughs> is like a soap opera. Yeah, right? No. So what happened? It's like an ID murder mystery. Thank God it didn't turn out that way. But um, 
then we stayed friends and then I guess eventually you know some drink sometimes then you know I would learn to see like wow you know he's like so caring all of those things and I did wind up caring a little but not enough to be breaking up like an 11 year but no physical attraction at that point a little sometimes <laughs> and then I would have some drinks and it'd become a little more she's like if he wore gray sweatpants <laughs> <laughs> um and then yet yeah, we did hook up like it was his birthday we were at a strip club straight up he said it's my birthday can I can you at least kiss me for my birthday and I'm such a nice person and I like <laughs> I give birthday I felt, like, presents charity <laughs> so I did and ironically there was like a lot of chemistry that I did not expect while he was engaged correct okay um and then right away I felt like shit and was like I'm not gonna do that to some someone else that's terrible like no and I'm really not I don't want to be with you so don't like end so wait so uh, off of one kiss you felt that powerful of a connection yes I did actually I felt like we did definitely had more than I had ever thought like that I felt more than I had thought. Yeah, yeah. That's that's interesting. So how did you do you did you feel the same way with your current fiance? Oh, I always thought she was attractive. That was <laughs> like, oh, no, was I've it? always wanted to fuck that girl. <laughs> <laughs> so wait. Okay, so your relationship with him became, I don't know, just it fizzled out. Um well, yes. Well, I mean, eventually we wound up together. Okay. He ended things with her i still didn't really want to be with him i told him he had to do like his own thing after being in a relationship for 11 years and then we did wind up together and then got married yes we got married in new york we moved to south carolina for a year because i wanted to live like a different kind of just not the city and then we moved here because i didn't like the south at all um and his behavior started to change like drastically like, he was always very put together and a very hard worker and suddenly sleeping in really late, being up all night, not being able to perform sexually. <laughs> to perform. And like that. that was very odd to me. Um, and eventually he did tell me that he got addicted to heroin okay. while here, while living here. Okay. Which was like, turned my entire life upside down. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. Well, start off start off with that, mm -hmm. right? So is that ultimately, what was the ultimate demise of that relationship was the eventual drug abuse. And then obviously with drug abuse, you have behavioral changes as well. So obviously. And financial issues and, and all of that. Everything comes along with it. So is that ultimately what ended it or was it more towards your bisexuality it was more, I fell in, I feel like I fell in love with someone else, but I was done with him in my mind already. But um, someone that I was already friends with, who I'm with now, was very there for me throughout all of this going on. So you fell in love with your, during that with your current fiance? Yes. We were just friends. She dated his friend. The four of us hung out. Dated his friend as in a male? Yes. Okay. Oh. Oh. <laughs> this is. So juicy. Uh, okay. Yeah, this is a lot of detail. So it was very, very, very unexpected. Like, yes, I thought that she was physically attractive, but I never was like, I'm going to put my marriage on the line for that until I was completely betrayed. Not mm -hmm. saying it's okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So wait, hold on. I got to back up for a second. 
So uh, what year was this? And also, how exactly did you meet your current fiance within this and then realize, no, I'm going to leave him for her, whatever, however that happened? So we worked at a um, a place in Doylestown that has like a, it's like a pet resort type thing with a vet across the street. We both worked there. We didn't really talk much. We were just friends. I mean, there was nothing. And then we just became close friends. She would come over and she would hang out with me and my ex-husband, all of us. He loved her. He thought she was like the cutest, sweetest little thing. Joke's on him. So did you. (laughs) (laughs) And then we were like, oh, your friend, like, this is a great idea. Like, they'd be such a cute couple. I was so into, like, hooking them up. I was so excited about it. The four of us would hang out. And no deep feelings at this point for her. No. Okay. But when they did hook up, I did feel, it did bother me a little. Like a little jealousy? Yeah. But nothing that I would have ever ran with i was just like oh it's funny that kind of annoys me a little but i'm happy at the same time well i mean ultimately they met he won the battle you won the war you know (laughs) so you got her right and then i mean my marriage was definitely over just not it was never said that it was over and then like we kind of just had a thing where we were like all right we're only gonna do this for like a month and then that's it wait you and her yes and you were still married yes okay and we're like one month, like I remember it exactly. It was in April, and I was like, seriously, by May, like we're done. And she's like, definitely. Wait, just hooking up. Yes. Okay. And then like May would come, and we're like, well, you know, like it's warm now, and like we should enjoy the sun, <laughs> or whatever bullshit, you know. So we're like, all right, well, June. Just finding excuses to hook yeah. up, and like no idea. Like my husband, he paid absolutely no attention at and that how, point. How often were you guys? seeing each other daily oh wow okay and he didn't know were you guys you and him done physically at that point oh okay no um i would say we weren't done physically till i was a year in with her did she know that Mm -hmm. holy shit i gotta get a fucking chart together (laughs) this is crazy so there was a big time where i was kind of unsure of what i wanted to do and and... was she with that other guy no no that that was like a quick stint yeah did she put it on you at all like okay i'm developing feelings for you you have to pick never never pressured me not once um i think she was upset i remember specifically one time that we pulled up to a restaurant and i said i didn't feel so good and she made a joke like, I hope you're not pregnant. And I said, that, that's not funny. And she was very upset that that was a possibility. I mean, understandably, mm-hmm. I, like I put like, I, you know, like you when you ask a question, you like raise your voice and you're like, so understandably, right? Like, I think she deserves mm-hmm. that, right? Yes. Yeah. What are you allowed to? Are you comfortable using your name? Uh, sure. You don't have to use her full you name. Don't to, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to. Well, there's only a name, and it's gonna be known who it is. It's a name that's not like a, her real name. Oh, yeah. okay. We could just say Mackenzie. Okay. There we go. Yeah. That's, that's fine. Yeah. So you and Mackenzie. Okay. Wow. You know what's funny is that your best my friend. best friend they have the same first name and last name. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Isn't that weird? Anyway. That's weird. Um, that's fucking crazy. I can't believe. So wait, I have a question, mm. and this is 
don't know. This is a weird question, but did the three of you ever have like a little like something something? No, like I meant like a sexual oh, experience. Oh. No, I tried and asked him if he would both of them if they would be willing to have like a polyamorous type relationship. A uh, throuple. Like and they both and she was like are you f- go fuck yourself and he you know what good for her yeah stand up for herself yeah I like and that. um i that was just me because i didn't want to lose him completely mm-hmm. and i didn't want to hurt him um but that was awful to even ask but he was just like no like sexually that'd be great but no so at that point he knew that you were having a relationship with her he did not know until we were completely done like he was moved out and then i told him but didn't he wonder why you would ask that? I would say a woman. I wouldn't say. Not her. No, I didn't know. Oh, you asked if he would want to be in a thruple with a I was a like, would woman. you ever do that? Because that's when I was already with her and like things like that. Oh, okay. So she like left, like she never said like, oh, it's with Mackenzie. Mm-mm. It's just, would you do this? Oh, okay. I thought you asked if you're like, hey, would you be a thruple with Mackenzie and I no. or whatever. Uh, honestly, and- until he, if he would ever listen to this, he would never know that I had any kind of affair. Interesting. Wow. But he also didn't know that you were bisexual until the day you were engaged. Before he proposed. I just like to add that because he still did go through with the proposal. <laughs> oh, my um, God. Yes. Um, and you were together a year at that point. Yes. And friends for a couple years. And he didn't know you had relationships with women at all or just that you had serious relationships besides hooking up? Yeah, serious. Okay. God, you're fucking irregular. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. This is all. But, dude, this is awesome. Like, because I obviously have never dealt with any of this shit before. That's. That's wild. It, so, it, go ahead. It's sad because we actually had what I look at as a, an amazing relationship. You we, and him. We were like best friends. We got along great. Um, Like we did everything together. Everything was great. And I think when my world got rocked with the news of the drugs, I was like just completely done. And the right thing to do would have been to tell him that I was done. But I didn't. But you still cared. And you saw... So drug addiction is just so ugly. I mean, coming from a drug addict. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was going to say. Yeah. So I just feel like it completely changes the person, first of all, in so many ways. Like emotionally, you know, I would have put heroin over anybody that I love any day of the week. People put it over their children, for God's sake. So... uh, um, Or give it to them. That's happened before. Yeah. So uh, I would say I don't blame you because you didn't want to be a codependent person like, you know, totally supporting that. Um, But at what point did you finally tell him, yo, this is just done? And was he using at that point or had he started to become clean? No, he relapsed once because I was there for him through the first trial of it and said, if you ever do it again, I'm done. Mm -hmm. Once it happened again. All right, that's when I checked out and I was done. Um, Emotionally. Yes. But you're still to- together, quote unquote. Yeah, like I would do what I had to do, to be completely honest. What you, what, to me, this will like drive feminists nuts, nuts. What I had to do, like I was married. So if I had to do certain things, sometimes I did. But I didn't want to at that point. Um, why do you feel like you did that? Why do you think you made that decision? Which decision? To do things that she didn't want to. Okay. 
to avoid outside of outside fighting. of outside of feminism. I don't fucking care. I don't think you should do anything you don't want to. I guess just to avoid like conflict and to cover my own ass. Like, well, why aren't you having sex with me? And also, I feel like some people. I mean, I definitely do. You view marriage as like a lifelong commitment promise that you made. So I'm going to work through it through the good and the bad just because they were having a bad stint right then. Maybe she thought, okay, maybe if I do this, like it'll get better and we'll feel close again or, you know. Or were you checked out by then? I was checked out, but I wasn't 100% sure that I didn't want to make the marriage work until I realized that I actually loved Mackenzie. And when did you know oh, that? That's fucking powerful. Um, not long into it. I would say things started in April and probably by June. I was like, you know, I'm, I don't want to not be with you. So, wow. I hope she listens to this. Jeez. So you said that you had interesting views on cheating. That's something you wanted to get into. Are you talking about this situation or are there multiple situations? M- Multiple. I mean, I think this one is understandable, never justifiable. And that's that's my view on cheating. I can see where it comes from. The times that I've done it, I feel like it's, yeah, I get it, but it doesn't ever mean it's okay. I just want to make that. Yeah, like cheating is not acceptable across the board, is what it, you're saying. It's not okay. It, you should always do the right thing and end things first. And But I feel like oh, there's a lot of gray in there mm-hmm. of, you know... Because you're not really, you weren't really, okay, I'm going to justify this and correct me if I'm wrong. You weren't really cheating on the person that you fell in love with and that you did give your vows to and marry. You were cheating on the person that he was as a drug addict, hoping at some point he'd be that person again. Yeah, to me, you weren't at all the person that I vowed, gave my vows to. So, but I mean, if I say that that's how I my rationale that that's a lie i was i fell for someone else and i was done with him so i did what i did i want to i want to ask a question so what does mackenzie's family and i actually even want to circle back even to you you as well um what does mackenzie's family think about her relationship with you her coming out as uh, uh demi uh, right, yeah, she's Demi, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I guess. Or that's what I guess they would categorize her as. Um, like, and also, what your family and whatnot thought about you going from a marriage to a man to now, you know, your engagement to a woman. Yeah, I, I mean, that's a fucking that's like eight questions right there. But like, <laughs> we'll start off with like, what did what did her family think about her starting to date a woman? Was she quote unquote out? Or was she, like, to her parents or whatever? No, she had never been with a woman before. So you're the first woman she's been with? Yes. Okay, so that's... Okay. Uh, There is fucking (laughs) plot twist after plot twist. Like a fucking M. Night Shyamalan movie. (laughs) Um, So, okay. So then what... How did that go down? You know, not so much you two getting together. Like, how did that go down of her, like, finally revealing to her friends and family that i am in a relationship with a woman and not just that but like you're significantly older too well that was going to be my next question i didn't want to overload her (laughs) i feel like that was more of an issue than anything else was that's beautiful 
I actually like that, you know, honestly, because it shouldn't be, it shouldn't fucking matter if you're a male dating a male or a female dating a female. I don't fucking care. And were they shocked, though, that she was or were they like, "Ah, I'm not surprised? I don't think they were that shocked. Um, I think that she's very private about her personal life with her family, so they don't know of any men. Oh, so she was already, I'm, I'm kind of like that, too. Not so much recently, but back in the day, like I was very private with Mm -hmm. like. My parents like to be like, oh, are you dating this person? I'm just, no, whatever. And I just run out of the fucking room. Like, I'm, I'm not talking about it. Whereas, so, like, I'm so opposite because every guy I date, I'd be like, this is the one. I'm getting married, mom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but so, they so she was she already was, like the Virgin Mary. I'm pretty sure. And oh, They really? may think that until now. So, um, you know, and that that's great. She had one boyfriend. That's the one that they knew of. And that's it. Was it weird when you met them? I knew them before, like when we were just friends. Um, they're not that much older than me. Um, they're I 50. Mean, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So right? they're like awesome. Like like they would be like friends. They've never, ever given me a hard time. They've always made me feel very comfortable, awesome. Um, I think her mother was very upset that we didn't, didn't just tell her. That's I actually love I, that. Yeah, I love that too, yeah. that they weren't upset about the situation, but more so how you put it for them or, you know, express yeah. it to them. So the the age thing was the big issue. I, I think well, when we were friends, issue, they were like, what are you doing with her hanging out with her? Yeah. So I think they're very on the ball, like Philly I, kind of people. Wait, and how old was she at the time that you guys first started hanging out? 20. Oh, so, man. So you were like 34, 33. No. 32. Two. Oh, yeah, 32. She's 12, 12 years. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. And a week later, she turned 21. Stop. But that's like, I that know. is like we said in one episode, like 20, 21 is a weird age where like, if you're dating someone older, it seems significantly older. But now that you're 37 and she's 25, it doesn't seem as weird. I don't know. To me. It's weird if I hang out with her young friends. Like when I went to like a couple parties with her and her friends, I'm like, the fuck? Like I do not belong here. No. Like I <laughs> like and I would literally go upstairs and go to sleep like in her bed. Like when she still lived with her parents, she'd have a party. I'd be like, come up. When yeah. You're... Let me know. Let me <laughs> know when you're kids. <laughs> yeah. Let me know when you're done. Like, I'm not yeah. fucking hanging out with these nerds. Um, That, you know, but her family's always been I, I can't, you know lie about that her sister like the first time she saw me after knowing she hugged me and like they've always been and i wasn't gonna go to a family party when they found out because i was like i feel like weird and mm-hmm. her mother left me a voicemail and was like if you you're not fucking here tonight i'll fucking kill you oh i Oof. love it yeah i love her so yes glad she didn't kill you her <laughs> <laughs> she she's a tough one but yes it always made me feel I want to rewind. I actually want to rewind a little bit more. Killing me. I had something. Go ahead. I just wanted to say, so then how'd your family react? That's what I was going to say. To to her, to her dating Mackenzie. Cause I wanted to rewind back to like her, your, her family and her coming out as a, as bisexual. Well, I was going to kind of say like, was that the moment you finally came out or was it the first couple relationships or no, I was like 17. That was like the first, woman that i had like any kind of little thing with and i told my parents pretty quickly okay. how, did, how did that conversation go down it was like oh we kind of figure that was what was going on and that was it and they've always been very accepting in the way of i am accepting 
but I've always felt like they had wished it would turn out a different way. So when it did, I think that they were ecstatic. Are they religious or something or just they thought it would be easier for you in the world? In the world. Absolutely. Uh, easier for me in the world. Um, they're very old school. They do not believe in divorce. So that was a problem. Oh, uh, okay. So they're probably know. more upset about that than they were you dating a woman. <laughs> you know? Yeah, absolutely. So I got to ask, how did you bring it up to them? Like when you first were like, hey, I'm in a relationship with a woman or I've had relations with a woman or I have feelings for women. And also, did you tell them the divorce and Mackenzie at the same time? No, no. I like they had known what was going on with the drugs, but they were like, you know, stand by your man. And um, I tried. And but at the same time, you know, now looking back, my mom's like, no, I wouldn't have wanted you with him. But it's like at the time you kind of like tortured me over it. Yeah. Um, and eventually they they know me very well. Like, so I think they just knew when I like had this this very close friend that that might be what it is. Hmm. But maybe they're in denial about it or like, how are they upset then if they kind of already knew? I think well, they, they definitely really... knew. She said she, she was 17 when yes. she first no. told them. Oh. That, I, that I did. And then there was one other uh, woman that I was with when I was 20. I meant more so when, so they kind of had a feeling with Mackenzie, but like when they actually knew for sure and no longer had the opportunity to be in denial about it, how did they feel or how did they express that to you? Were they upset? Or were they kind of like, ah, it is what it is? They were like, she's sweet. I mean, it's very hard not to like her. I feel like I want to meet this fucking girl. (laughs) She's very, very quiet. We're like polar opposites in like the social aspect, except when she's alone with me. And then all the things she's been holding in all day. She's a fucking dork probably, right? Yeah. Um, But they were like, she's very nice. You know, my dad doesn't really talk. Um, He's like an old school Italian of like, he doesn't. And then my mom's just like, she's very sweet, but you know. Rich really loves you, my ex. And Do you, you keep know. in touch with him? Um, The last time, so I would say for two years, he, like, would not let it go. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, understandably, you were married for how many? Two. Okay. But, but together for we, a while. It yeah. was a good relationship. And, and you were friends forever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but now he is with someone. He's engaged, so I... He doesn't bother me, but he did contact me like when COVID started to see if I needed anything. And I was like, "Mm, I don't need anything from you, honestly. Ouch. But I mean, good for you. Is he Mm -hmm. doing well? Yes. Yeah, I think as far as. That's good. Go ahead, Sarah. I have a question. And again, so I know your fiance and I know she's a little bit more, I'd say like liberal in her views. So mm-hmm. I kind of want to get into this because you are, I wouldn't say super conservative. I don't know. But like you are a little bit more conservative or, you know, think that things in society and people's emotional views of things shouldn't be what it is. Well, I'm a Republican and she's a Democrat. Just right gonna put that out there yeah like that's interesting considering your sexuality Mm -hmm. yeah because there are it's very i mean uh, there's always outliers but it seems that it's it's rare a someone of your sex with your sexuality identifies with the right 
I don't want to get too far off on this. I do think it's very interesting, but I don't want to get too far off this because we could just fucking spiral yes. off for like 10 hours about this. So, but that is pretty interesting that you do identify with the right. Mm-hmm. And she's had many friends say, I could never be with Jamie ever. Um, I don't know how you are with her, with her political views. Does she have other friends who are bisexual, homosexual? And she has um, some gay friends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and, and they're the ones who are saying yeah, that? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. They're like, I don't know how you could ever. Be- because you are because you identify with the right. Yes. That's fucking insane. I'm I sorry. mean, and yet, you know, when someone needs a place to stay, when someone, suddenly I get texts and phone calls, and they know who will be there for them. So, you know, but that's, and that's what she says. She says... Yeah. It doesn't fucking matter. No. It doesn't matter who the fuck you vote for. Or who you, it doesn't matter if you're a good fucking person. You're a good mm-hmm. person. Just like it doesn't matter your sexuality or anything. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, too. The color of your skin. That's, exactly. That, yeah, that's what I said to my buddy mm-hmm. You know, when he came out to me. Um, I, he's definitely. We're definitely going to have him on the show and he, have him tell his story because him meeting his husband is pure fucking insanity. And it pisses me off because... How they met is just, it's like a fucking fairy tale, and I can't even get a text back from a girl 10 minutes down the street. <laughs> so it's like, what the fuck? But, um, like, when he came out, you know, I was talking to him, and I was the one who had to ask, essentially. And um, I just didn't ask him, like, are you gay? Because I've known you since I was fucking nine. You can't just ask your fucking best friend. Mm-hmm. And I was like... Um, I was like, hey, man, new girlfriend, tell me more. And it took him seven hours to actually respond to me because he didn't know what to say. And finally, he texted back. And he was like, do you really want to know, bro? And as soon as he said that, I fucking knew. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, well, it's with a guy. And um, I, I wrote back, sounds good. I think I wrote back like something fucking simple as that. And he had already typed out this like novel of like, I hope it doesn't change anything and blah, 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 blah. And like, to tie it all back into what we were just saying, I, I said back to him, I said, you know, just because your love is different than mine doesn't mean I don't like you. You know what I mean? Like, just because your political view is different than hers or her friends doesn't make you a shit person. What makes you a shit person is if you started, and what I said, pretty much said the same thing, said to my buddy Mike, was if you stop being the person that I met when I was nine years old, then I'm going to feel like I was lied to for the last almost 20 it's now him and i have been friends for 20 years so the second you stop being that person that's when i'm gonna have a problem i don't give a fuck if you want to suck some dude's dick that good for you more power to you i couldn't do it you know what i mean so it doesn't matter and it guess what he is more of like a libertarian so am i we agree there but like if he was a liberal i don't fucking care i don't give a shit you're still a good person you know what i mean so i i find it I find that stuff very, very challenging and it's too, everything with it is entirely way too polarizing because it's not what it should be. It should not, there's so much more to, especially relationships, um, to life than who you identify with politically. Oh well, my it's, God, it's crazy. Well, what it shouldn't be this versus this or like opposing views. It's not a goddamn our, sports game. No, it's just we're all human. We're all facing adversity every single fucking day. We all have our fucking shit and we're all just trying to make it through life at the end of the day. So why does, you know, what I fucking believe in like with my political views or whatever, yeah. like why does that fucking matter? And why does that have to cause a division when we should all just love each other? Like, and like I said, I don't want to get too off on this because we can go 
we could record fucking six more hours of of this but to tie into or to stem off of like what you were just saying adversity like what adversity have you faced being a bisexual woman like what do you think has been the biggest challenge of to to overcome anything that's come your way i think the biggest thing as i explained earlier is that i will always be identified or labeled as what particular sex i'm with at that time Mm -hmm. um at work i mean it happens all the time people will be talking about guys or talking straight up about dicks Mm. you wouldn't know about that like i've had my fair share (laughs) you know and it's funny to me because first of all you all know i was married so i had a man (laughs) you know like that that was a dick i had to have for a while so and then there were the ones that i actually wanted to have prior to that you know um it's just funny the way people are so ignorant about it it's so i deal with that a lot other than that i mean I know that people think that we're like in this world where times are so hard and like with being like gay or, or I, I don't see it. I don't push my life in front of anybody. Um, this is who I am. If you like me, like me, if my relationship bothers you, then you don't have to associate me. That's fine. You're not going to be aggressive and like force people to be like accepting of it. No, I think everyone grows up differently. This is a big, and I won't get too far into it, um, yeah. a big thing between me and my partner is that there was like some bakery or something that refused to make a cake for a gay couple. And yeah, that she, was a huge story. She thinks, I mean, that place should be closed down. They they should be arrested. You know, I, I don't agree. Although, I, I, listen, I am 100% for gay rights. I think it's fucking great. Awesome. Of course. Bakery shouldn't be shut down. It's Should a private be. business. And first of all, I wouldn't want my fucking cake by two ignorant motherfuckers. Like, I don't want you to make my cake, first of all. Second of all, if that's how you were brought up and what you believe, that is your right to feel yeah. that way. You want to know how, you want to know how to shut them down? Don't fucking shop there. Very simple. You can take your money, spend it elsewhere. Go, go to, uh, go to the bakery right next door and fucking, and, and guess what? If you want to go outside and fucking protest and not to, I'm all for that too. Fuck hell yeah. You know what I mean? But like, to shut them down because they don't and i'm not justifying their actions either but i think they're fucking scumbags morally awful yeah they're they're the type of people where if they were sitting in front of me right now i would call them pieces of shit and actually i wouldn't they wouldn't even be sitting in front of me i wouldn't even entertain them as fucking human beings but so not justifying their actions at all but at the end of the day it's it's business And and business needs to continue on and they it's their fucking choice and going off of that also i feel like you know having such a i don't know i'm gonna say a ruckus <laughs> because that's the only word i can think of but um bringing it up into the media and all that is also giving you know their business is getting out there then yes liberals might not shop there anymore but people with and i don't know some conservatives who are very you know socially liberal um, but it's also making it so conservatives that, and I'm saying more so, um, socially conservative people, um, they might start really shopping there and supporting them so, so they don't get closed down. Yeah. So what you're saying is like, because they're publicizing the fact that these two f- dickheads wouldn't, I don't even know if they're male or female or whatever. I don't give a shit what they are. I think they're pieces of fuck. So, but, um, you, you know, that since they're publicizing it, 
the people who do agree with what they're saying, they're like, oh, well, now I'm going to go buy all the fucking cake from there. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, so single they, cake. they don't so, get shut down, so you know? they don't get shut down. Yeah, Negative no, press I can see. is still press. Yeah. No, they, what, what is that? There is that saying where it's just like, there's no such thing as bad press. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's, it's, it is what it is. And like I said, I don't want to get too far off on this, but I, I, I do agree with you. I think, you know, I do find it interesting that you do have opposite... Um, political views i mean does that cause challenges between you and mckenzie or are you able to have casual sit down conversations like we're having now we are i'm a little bit more um like passionate and opinionated in general about that particular topic um Mm -hmm. she's like you know she she don't give a shit no she's more like i'm not gonna vote because i can't stand either one type person and i'm like more power to you yeah, whatever, whatever, you know, okay. but... But you'll vote. I will. Okay. Okay. Yes. So, like, that's just more the, you know, I guess if she was, like, a hardcore, like, you know, wearing, like, a vagina hat and shit, like, we probably <laughs> wouldn't work out. But, you know, because... They have those? They do. They, like, there was, like, some march with where they wore, like, pink vagina hats and... I want a, I want a hat. <laughs> I'm probably not allowed to wear one though, right? You're such a dog. <laughs> Whatever. I just no wear white a hat. men allowed. <laughs> no, probably not. Um, no white straight men. Yes. It's very true. Yeah, it's very point. true. Still, I am single, ladies. Um, <laughs> You're so annoying. <laughs> always, always plug. Um, no, that's that's uh, that's very interesting because uh, my my brother and sister. I, I'm sure you've heard from other episodes. My brother and sister have opposite political views as well too, but they seem to coexist because it's there's much more to. Like I said, especially relationships, there's much more to it than just who you're going to fucking On my for. deathbed, I'm not going to give a shit about any of those people. And just to, there is an article that I really feel people should read um, called I'm a Gay Republican. And it's Where's it great. Um, I have the author. I have it on my phone. It's you just. You could probably just Google it. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. just called, um, and he just explains how the only thing that he's ever had any prejudice towards him was for being a Republican. Not for being gay, not for anything, but as soon as anyone hears that he's a Republican, he's a racist, he's a homophobe, and he's like, I, I'm a gay man. I literally like guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a yeah. guy who... So it, it's a really good article because one of the best like quotes from it is, if you spend your whole life you know, trying not to offend people, you will miss out on so many friendships. And that was the best quote I got from it because that's, that's the world we live in right now is like, don't offend, be careful what you say. Even this conversation is like... You know, I, I want to make sure that I don't say anything too bad. Yeah. I have no problem, like, being, uh, like, PC if, you know, if you're respectable about it. Yeah. I think it's all about, it's it's all about your approach. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I would never, I would never call you a lesbian. Mm-hmm. I would never even say that you are a heterosexual either because you respectfully mm-hmm. told me I'm bisexual. It's very very simple you mm-hmm. know what i mean i probably fucked up earlier in the episode or no when it was when we came down from the break and we were talking about some shit and i was like yeah well but you're talking about someone oh wait never mind she dates guys and girls <laughs> fuck um so yeah i mean it's hard you know what i mean when you're a heterosexual quote-unquote normal you know what i mean whatever yeah. fucking normal is no one knows what normal is but you know when you're in a regular type relationship or or sexuality it's kind of hard to like pull away from that but i try to be pc i think we've done a pretty good job thus far to cover all our yeah i think so tying everything back um to you and the uh bisexuality bisexuality um 
is there something that you prefer in men that women don't have or and vice versa like is that such a thing because again staying on the pc topic you know men are you know are women are equal to men um but is there something is there like underlying characters that that you get in a male that you just will never get in a female or also i mean the opposite and, and, too, and yeah. vice versa you know and you, also like a girl you, knows where the clitoris is yeah. so <laughs> there's do that. you prefer like is there a preference between women and men or is it the same um so i feel like even though a lot of lesbians get very angry like oh who's the man in the relationship why does there have to be a man you know going back to all that okay yeah. so just saying that there is sometimes a masculine figure in the relationship that would be me we can call him alpha okay because that, that's right because you have alpha and beta that has no gender to it mm-hmm. if i'm okay. not mistaken but so. even with your last relationship you were more of the dominant one and submissive was more him yes but physically he was big you know he was a big guy with the tattoos everywhere and the beard you know oh, you're talking about me yes no, <laughs> this is my um <laughs> jokes on you guys. so you know i felt protected in that aspect i that is something that i do really enjoy about being with a man feeling that you know even just the arms in general of being around you are it's a different feeling with mm. a woman that is more my role yeah and i feel like um it's not so much because it's a man or because it's a woman. It's more of the sense that you're taking the role of doing the protecting when you were with him, you felt protected. And like, I mean, I'm that way as well too. Like when I'm with someone, if I am dating someone that I'm I, at all times, I, I, not as serious as I'm going to make this sound, but it is something that is the foundation Whenever I am with them, I am responsible for their life. You know what I mean? So I will mm. protect them at all costs. It does not matter. And that's anyone in the room that I'm with. You know what I mean? I that's like just, that as well. Yeah, I'm very alpha in that aspect. So like, but it is nice when if I'm out with like a group of guys who are more alpha than I am, it makes me feel comfortable. Like ugh, I can kind of fucking back off a little mm. bit. I can chill. So it's like basically what I'm trying to say is. I don't even know if that's like a male or female thing. I think it's just more of like a, I can relax a little bit yeah. when I'm with him and he or in particular happens to be a guy. And because I'm sure if you weren't in this relationship with Mackenzie and you were in a relationship with a different girl, I'm sure there's girls out there that would make you feel just as protected as your, uh, your ex-husband would. I, They're I, not probably women I would ever choose. Correct, but yes. I'm sure there are women out there oh, that yeah, could, absolutely. you know what I mean? I'm yes. just trying to make sure that, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know. But going back, um, you did you prefer him to be the alpha rather than you being the alpha in your current relationship? That's a great question. What do you mean? Like, did you prefer, like, those roles? Did you like more so for your that aspect of your last relationship where he was more alpha or do you like now the role of you being the alpha what you oh, i think the best way to describe it do you like being the protector or the protectee you know in, in the sense i mean obviously you don't mind either but what do you prefer i don't know and i think that's a very that's something that i always have to come back around and question myself for the long term because I definitely miss that um you know and, and it just to like explain it better if someone entered the house at night 
when I was with him, I would know that he was going to handle it. And mm-hmm. now I would get up and handle it. Yeah. Now, now that's your, you're the protector. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I mean, I definitely miss those feelings of being little spoon or whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, but, but yeah. you're okay with how it is now. Like you yeah. still enjoy it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because I'm sure she being the protector and having a protectee, um, I'm sure that brings different feelings to the table that he was not able to bring to the table. I don't know what those feelings can be, but you know what I mean? Like you probably get a lot of sense of, um, feeling needed. Yeah. Like needed. I was, yeah, I was going to say like self-worth, um, you know, and gratification of like, well, I'm the fucking shit. Like I got this. You're not going to get that with him because he's got this. You know what I mean? Yes. One day, Mackenzie was at the um, grocery store and one of her biggest pet peeves is when people leave the carts like not in the cart spot. Oh, fucking scumbag. She's like, you're just a derp. Like, you're just a derpig. There's no other reason that you would do that because, but why would you do that? (laughs) So she gets very angry. So one day she said, you know, I was there and I saw a woman do it for no reason. She just left it in the middle of the parking lot, nowhere near anything. And I would have said something to her, but you weren't there. So I didn't. And it did make me feel like you know, I would have had like you would have felt safe if I was there. Mm-hmm. You would have felt safe to say something. It's a great feeling, isn't it? It is. It is. That's nice, you know. Yeah. And yeah. not just physically safe, but also emotionally yeah. safe. Like you gave her that confidence mm-hmm. on like a not just like a physical level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they, uh, she didn't say anything. <laughs> I'm like, so that's probably she better. Yeah. Ultimately, she didn't say anything, and she put the cart back because she's a nice fucking person. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but is there? Like, I had asked this, but um, do you prefer men or women, or is it literally just equal all around? Emotionally? Sexually, you mean? Yeah, both. Um, Usually, there's more conversation-wise and things. I feel like sometimes the emotional connection with women is a little bit better, um, depending on the woman. Like I said, I found a woman that is more like a man emotionally, and like neat wise, like, you know, throwing shit around the house and stuff. I luckily found my man that looks like a woman. Um, but yes, like emotionally certain things that she understands and feels or, you know, there. So usually that is better with women. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say other than the protective feeling and just the go with the flow, men are much simpler usually, which sometimes like you think you want it not to be that way, but you fucking do. I never understood when girls say like are like men are simple or or men aren't simple. I'm like, dude, we you literally feed us and fuck us, and I... that's pretty much it. And what about physical? Not saying that you have to feed us too, because again, we have to stay PC. It's not your job. If he decides to cook, that's fine. But me, if you cook for me, and and we're good. Like I'm I think men are much more loyal. I will say that, and I think. One, oh, I want to talk about I do. that. I do. I think men are much more like they usually have that one woman that will always be that one woman. Even if they don't wind up with her, they have that one woman. Oh, like the one that got away. Yes. Talked okay. about that before. Yeah. But, <laughs> Fuck um, me, right? <laughs> okay. Wait, I'm going to ask one more time. I, I oh, physically. So physically, I would say that, you know, it's kind of like um, I need these like wires in my house like change. So like I'm going to call the electrician or I'm going to call the plumber. So like the electrician knows how to do it because that's what they work with all the time. Or the plumber who doesn't really do that naturally. So you have to kind of like teach them. So yes, women naturally are going to be better sexually just because they understand the female body. Yes. 
Yeah, when they got it themselves to fuck around with. So if you have a man that is willing to listen and all of that, then that could be just as good. But on a whim, women are going, it's going to be a better experience just because. Yeah, I I think that's great because actually one of my, um, in a previous, uh, I don't know, relationship, whatever you want to call it, we were seeing each other. We used to talk about that, like. I hate when, because she, she even would say, like, I hate when girls say, like, this guy's trash in bed or whatever. And she's like, that's bullshit. Did you fucking tell him mm-hmm. what you like? Because if, how's he supposed to fucking know? <laughs> I'm not some, I'm, every girl's different and they're way more complicated than men are. Again, not complicated, it's more challenging. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's like, I fucking can't stand that because, like, I'm going to tell you what I like and I'm going to tell you to do what you want to do, what I want you to do. We can't just come from like you just like plowing us, you know, (laughs) like like if there's no connection and there's no like stimulation or like, you know, trying to touch different areas like the clit or like the G spot and all this. Like, I'm not just going to come. Whereas guys like you can just be plowing in them. That was more of a peace out. But like, well, which we all we (laughs) We, we all know I like that. But yeah. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? If you're willing to listen, then you'll be fine. But yeah. if it's, let's say you were to pick two random people, man, like your experience with a woman's probably going to be better just because they know their own self. And like, I'm, that's it. I'm sure I'm sure my buddy Mike would say the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like getting a blowjob from a guy, it, he goes, is the best blowjob you'll get because guess what? I have a dick. So mm-hmm. I know what to do with it. You know what I mean? Like I know what I, I know what would feel good for me. As a, and same goes for a girl. Like I have a vagina. I get to play with this thing. So like, you know, yeah, that's why like with one night stands as a trash. woman, like they are not great, you know, they're, like they're not good I, for a guy. No, either. it's more, no. So, but it's more so I just did it to like kind of please a guy and get like self, I don't know, like my ego boosted, like, oh, he wanted me for this night, but it wasn't like, I'm going to come fuck no. Like <laughs> I want to circle back to what you said uh, that me- you think men are more loyal. Why? Cause I feel like there's somebody else in this room. Sarah that (laughs) would disagree I almost I don't know if I agree or disagree I would have to do some really hard thinking but I'm I'm open to being challenged right now because I feel like you two are gonna go at it not negatively but like feel like you two and then I'm gonna sit here like like, fuck one of your exes was not loyal (laughs) well yeah I mean I think definitely it's a case by case but on a whole I feel like women including myself are never satisfied so with that, you're constantly searching to be satisfied, whether it's by a person or whatever. So I think men are very, like I said, a little bit more simple. They have what they have. They're happy with it. That's it. And I feel like women, there's just a lot. Are you speaking from per- any personal experience? Um. Well, like back to in cheating in general, I think a lot of times when people cheat women, it's because something's lacking where they feel it's lacking in their relationship. Attention, um, usually that. I think attention's huge, mm-hmm. which I think is huge for men too. Men will always make it out to be like, oh, I just wanted to get off, but it's not usually about that. Men want the same thing that women want. They want to be told they look nice. They want to be all those things. They'll never admit that. Like they're wanted. Yeah, they want to feel wanted, of course. Yeah, which we actually touched on, I think, a little bit last week, like, like we just briefly said it there, but like we talked a little bit last week about um, like males and being emotional. Like it would be unmanly for me to say, I want to feel wanted, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And 
we dissected that last week in the sense that that's fucked up and that shouldn't be the case. Um, it would be much more manly for you to feel wanted and go do that with somebody else. That's much more manly. That's why I feel like guys are not emotional, like not loyal because I feel like, well, not all men, obviously, but I feel like I'm able to say, you're not giving me what I need. You're not making me feel wanted. Whereas a guy, they'll feel like they, and this is totally an assumption. This is from my experience, what I think, but a guy is not going to say that to me. So instead he's just going to be like, well, I'm just going to go do it. I'm just going to go make myself feel wanted instead of expressing that to you because then I look like a little fucking bitch Mm. and like giving you that upper hand. That's my opinion. I had an ex who he cheated on me and had a full on relationship with someone else and he had fucking loyalty before royalty. So stupid. But tattooed tattooed on his chest. And I was like, you need to get that fucking covered up. And he's like, well, it just means that I'm loyal to my friends, not to bitches. And I was like, yeah, we were together for so long. And, like, you are cu- being a totally different person. But that's besides the point. Eh. But that's – I just feel like guys are – yeah, because of that reasoning. I The only reason why I think – and I think we talked about it before – that women might take, like, the 51 out of the 49% of, mm-hmm. of this – is just because of like the platforms that they have to find the gratification elsewhere. Because like, let's be honest, no matter what relationship, it, it, you know, law of averages, every relationship, a guy wants to be just as valued as the female. If we're speaking of a heterosexual relationship, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, law of averages, it, that's a 50, 50 split. So, but I think that the outlets that we have today as far as like instagram and social media and fucking tinder and everything else like girls will always have the next best thing in line and guys have to go find the next best thing Mm because that's how it usually works is the guy asks unless you're sarah and you just point at guys across the bar (laughs) you know which is fine but and i think people should girls should do that more often but um you know since the guys have to go do the finding you know, they don't always have the next best thing in line, quote unquote, where girls, it's just right there and it's a little bit more easily accessible. And I think it's because it's a little bit more easily accessible. It makes um, loyalty a little bit more challenging for them. But then I like also think about like some of my shithead friends that have like totally cheated on their girls. And I'm like, with well, ones or whatever. Yeah, with and ones. And it was just about sex. And it was just like, all right, I'm just going to go fuck this girl because I don't care. But, but maybe know. that's because they're not used to having things so dis or not disposable but yeah like um what did you just say available yeah they're not used to having something so available so when someone just approaches them and puts themselves out there they're like all right i'm just gonna send it whereas gonna like it. a girl like i'm not to be like conceited or something but like i have guys in my dms all the time so i'm just oh god this sounds so stupid but like i'm used to just being like no so then it's easier for me to be loyal i don't know if that makes sense but like no. I'm just I'm used to just saying no and just being like like picky I guess so uh, then like when I'm in a relationship since I'm already used to it when I'm single just being like ah no then when I'm in a relationship I'm it's easier for me to be loyal. There's a saying that says men are as faithful as their options. Oof. Yeah, but I but I think the same can be applied for yes, women. Yes, I'm yeah. just saying that's the saying. Yeah, I don't yeah, know if is. that's the case, but I think it's yeah, with a fuck, lot of people. Cuz fuck us, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I think when people grow up and maybe they're the ugly duckling and they had their 
girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever for years they're so sweet they're so loyal then they start going to the gym they start looking good and they start fucking around they turned into such a dick no they finally like saw what was out there and 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 i don't think those people are awful like that happened to my exes like they were ugly ducklings and then they became well like before we started dating they started to you know become good looking and they weren't used to that attention that females would give them and they're like wow like i can literally just get any girl that i want not used to this so i'm just gonna fucking do it you know which is fine go for it but be single while you're doing it i don't know like that's an interesting topic i really because i i I struggle to say one more than the other if it is one more than the other it's gotta be a 50 50 like or like like i said like 40 49 and 51 split this is just a movie but have you ever seen the movie closer no Okay. I've heard of it, but well, never that's, seen it. it's a lot about cheating and stuff, and it's very good. But also, even just the cheesy movie, which is great, The Notebook. Oh, there, there are a lot of men that hate that movie because they say basically she does cheat on the person that she's with to go back to the person who she loves, um, which is completely overlooked because we all know who's supposed to be with who in the movie. And it's just like such a good movie. You're just like, oh my god, it doesn't matter the cheating. Like it's just. But the other the guy was nice. He just wasn't who she was supposed to be with. And I think that these things happen in real life because he treated her well. He was nice. Yeah. So. I haven't seen that movie in years, so I yeah. I can't I can't relate. But I didn't even think about the fact that it was a cheating. It is scandal. a lot. I've spoke to a lot of men who were like, she's you know no she cheats on, and I'm like, she's not even supposed to be with him. That's you know it's like it, and yeah. that happens in real life. I think. That you don't realize. I mean, look at you your situation. To, but, but yeah, exactly. Like, yes, it was bad what I did, everything. But I think that I loved him very much. And we had a great relationship when it was great. But the way that I love her is not comparable. And also. She's going to fucking love this I know, episode. She, does, she doesn't give me. Like, I told you, she's like a man. Like, you would think I'd go home. She'd be so happy. Like, if she heard it and sweep it. Like, I expect that. No, <laughs> but I think it's interesting because, like, would at the end of the day, you got to make yourself happy because nobody else is going to do that for you. Yeah, someone might add to your happiness, but you need to take care of yourself. So if I'm not happy in a situation, I'm I need to take myself out of that equation because I only have one life and I don't want to waste it in like an in a shitty fucking you know yeah situation so and look how it happened like he's now engaged he's happy you're now engaged you're happy and if you guys were still together you might just be miserable fucking people you know i'm still single what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) but you know i think that everything happens for a reason and when you do put yourself first then you know everybody around you ends up also being i want to actually end on that note right there the the last thing that you just said that everything happens for a reason i have a really good feeling that we will be dissecting that statement very very soon but you're gonna have to wait until next week guys i'm sorry because Mm -hmm. we're gonna have a, a very interesting person to rebuttal that argument on the show um Thank you for listening again. Uh, Jamie, thank you for coming out. This was awesome. I had a really cool conversation and I feel like we could go off on some more, but we don't want to make everybody hate us yet. (laughs) Not more than they already do or not yet. Um, But thank you for coming out. I learned a lot. You know, I, 
I have a lot of thinking to do yeah. <laughs> because I don't, I kind of mind blown at this point right now yeah. because I just don't know life. I'm also dumb. So, mm. um, but anyways, again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming out. It was very awesome um, of you guys. Uh, make sure you like subscribe, download um, and give us five star rating. I don't I feel like we don't even need to say this shit anymore. You guys know what you need to do. Um, follow our accounts, irregular, uh, irregular podcast, follow my Instagram, my personal Instagram. It's E Y O O O underscore B O B. And mine is at Sarah J B S A R A H J A I B E E. And you don't have Instagram, do you? I just deleted it recently. Good okay. for you. Yeah. I want to delete it. So we'll just too. keep you anonymous. Oh, we could do my that. Email it. <laughs> <laughs> my email, my social security number. If you guys want to just fuck me up. And speaking of email, make sure to email us your stories and your questions and all of that. We want to hear from you. We can shout you out on here. So that's irregular podcast one. That is the number one at gmail.com. And I'm an asshole. I forgot them on my fucking dresser. Again, we have a bunch actually that have already written in and I do want to spend some time. Um, maybe we'll just do a whole episode of just reading what people have read into us. Um, wrote into or us. wrote into us. Jesus. You're so hungover. It's I'm hungover. It's a, it's a fucking struggle. Um, on that note, guys, we will see you next or hear you or listen to you or talk to you next Thursday. Later. Love y'all. Love you.